Welcome back to Sincerely Girls Like Us. This week on the second episode of Falltober, we're talking about opposite sex friendships. Is it allowed? Can we have them? Are there levels to it? What's the vibe on that? As a married woman, how do you feel about that? And I'm going to tell you how I feel about it as a single woman. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I actually saw this recently, and I wish I had the actual numbers and statistics, so maybe I will... Uh, look them up and then post them on the IG. But it was this study that just came out that basically said that women were capable of having opposite sex relationships without feelings, but men were not able to. Interesting. Yeah. And I, as a married woman, feel like it boils down to two things. Okay. If it's a work relationship, Mm -hmm. then you have to decide if your spouse is comfortable with the level of said friendship. I don't think it's possible for a woman and a man, even in a work capacity, to have an intimate friendship. And here's why. If you as a man or as a woman are talking about personal family matters and things with that other person, whether it be to vent or openly discuss, then you should be asking yourself why you're not talking about those things with your wife or your spouse. B I N G O. <laughs> Bingo. Right. No, yeah, I, I agree. Right. I've had an experience with this, but I have been in situations where I think men and women can be friends, yes, but there has to be a boundary with that. Like, we're not talking about our spouses, we're not talking about our girlfriends. Like, if we're at work, We can talk about work things and like drama at work and stuff like that. But like you have to draw a line with the opposite sex of what you talk about. Because you're not going to talk about intimate things with me that you're doing with your wife or that you're having problems with with your wife. Because I'm a female who has feelings and females read into so many things. Right. Because as I'm saying, like, if he's telling me these things about his wife, is it because he he is like is looking to write with me? Right that because part we, that we part read way like you said way more into yeah women do a hundred percent so this is why girls on like in relationships get so mad when their boyfriends like other females pictures right. because i've been on the opposite side of that where i'm like oh britney's boyfriend liked my picture is something going on with him he likes my stuff I think there has to be boundaries to that. I do have a few guy friends in my life. There's a boundary there. Like, we don't talk about personal things in my dating life, and they don't talk about personal things in their dating life or their marriage life. Right. So I think there has to be, like, a fine line and a fine boundary. And a lot of people, especially men, will be like, oh, no, like, we're just friends. I'm like, no. But I have had, I have had, like, a guy friend um, that I worked with that I met, EMS, and... We were really good friends, like really good friends. But like he never talked about personal things like with his girlfriend, who was also my friend with me. And like there was just a boundary there. Like we were platonic, like just friends. There was no attraction on each side. Like I knew that from him. He knew that from me. And we were just we were solid buddies. We were bros and it worked. It just worked. That was a boundary that was set. And it was like we didn't even talk about it. Right. You know, like he never opened himself up for advice. I never opened myself up with any type of relationship advice. So like we just understood that we were just friends, you know, so Mm -hmm. people argue. I had I have a funny story with this. (laughs) This is going to make you laugh. But I was talking to this guy and he said, how do you feel about 
this is actually, he's the author of this. Like, I was like, this is such a good podcast, like episode topic because men want to say all the time, but no, we're just friends. You're not, you're not just friends. But he said, how do you feel about opposite sex friendships? Like I have a girl that, that I'm really good friends with. She's my ride or die. She's my best friend. And I was like, I don't vibe with that. Like, I don't think that that's possible. And he was like, well, what do you mean? I said, how did you meet this person? He said, we've been friends for 10 years. He said, oh, well, we matched on Tinder. No. (laughs) I said, wait a minute. Wait a freaking minute. So you're telling me this girl that you're best friends with, you matched on Tinder. So it proves my point because I told him, I said, at some point you have had been attracted to this person or she was attracted to you at some point. And then y'all realized that it wasn't going to work. So you decided to be friends. Like, that's how it is. That's how guy and girlfriends are. Mm-hmm. Either or you're friends and you haven't made it to that relationship state yet to figure out, like, test the waters if you like each other. Um, and I said, so wait, wait a freaking minute. You're telling me that the girl that you've been friends with for 10 plus years is someone that you matched with on Tinder. So there was attraction there from both of you. And then you realized it wasn't going to work. So you decided to be friends. So you just proved my point. Mm-mm. Let's just cut it here. It right. ain't going to work. Okay, Red flag. So what happens when you approach your significant other or your spouse about a relationship that you see as being problematic and you realize in that conversation that they are essentially trying to protect or defend or make excuses for the feelings of the other pres- person to preserve that relationship over your feelings? What do you do? Mm, you buy a shovel. don't kill him um no you you seriously need to have a hard conversation with your husband or or your or your wife because there's no reason why anybody else's feelings should come before yours right in any situation like even no even like in friendships yes but also in like your kids like I've heard many people say the one thing that like drives a wedge in between marriages is the children. The children right. come before your spouse. Like it's God, your spouse, your children in that order. So mm-mm, that don't buy. No, I've had a situation where I've been working with a man and he's like, shh, shh, my wife's calling me. Nuh-uh. And I'm like, okay, she doesn't know I'm working with you today. But if your wife is at home or at work or wherever and she's calling someone and you and this is the you're on the other end of this and he's telling you to be quiet, mm-hmm. then what that says is that she's insecure about their relationship. Is that not a red flag to that wife, that spouse? Oh, like God. if she's already if she if he you know what I mean? Oh, we could get into it. We could get into the deep depths of this, but <laughs> no, yeah. And it's hard when you're on the flip side of that and you're a friend in that aspect. But also I learned through that experience that I never, ever, ever in my life want to be in the middle of a marriage again. You know, like you have to set that boundary and be like, I don't want to hear about your wife today. Every day you come to work, you talk about your wife. Don't care. But couldn't that also be perceived on from their end that you don't want to hear about their wife because that complicates things, but you know, right. Ooh. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I, I just, I don't think it's possible. I think it's possible for you to be acquaintances with the opposite sex. Um, And some people like I've actually looked this up. Some people say like, well, if you're a woman and you just feel like your husband can't be friends with other females, like you're just insecure. And I'm like, no, I hate that. I'm so tired of being painted as this like 
insecure, yeah. unaware female. No, because, you're very aware. Right. And we're taught that from the time we're born. Mm-hmm. Literally from the time we're born. I can vividly remember my mom teaching me at a young age to be hyper vigilant about my surroundings, mm-hmm. to watch the behaviors of other people. We're walking in a parking lot. You know, and we were, okay, so this is like super old. This is J.B. White. So if you're if you're out there and you remember J.B. White, holla at your girl because we're in the same <laughs> age bracket. But J.B. White was a department store in Columbia at Dutch Square Mall. And we're leaving this department store. And this man is walking really aggressively, like diagonal towards me and my mom and my sister. And I can vividly remember my mom like grabbing my hand like really tight and jerking me and my sister in the opposite direction of this man. And cr- we crossed the street. Like we crossed where we typically wouldn't have crossed and walked in the opposite direction of our vehicle. We were in the parking lot walking towards our vehicle. And then we finally like get back into the car and all these things. And then me and my sister were like completely flabbergasted. We're like, what mm-hmm. in the world? And she was, and then that was like the first time I can ever remember my mom telling me that I needed to be aware of my surroundings mm-hmm. and kind of why. And so how does that relate to this? We are hyper vigilant to the behaviors of the opposite sex Mm -hmm. changes in behavior patterns of behavior. Okay. So if you're looking at your spouse or your boyfriend and their behaviors changed and they've got a new quote work wife or somebody they're working Mm -hmm. alongside, that's your red flag. You need to start digging and maybe also acquire a shovel. (laughs) like Carson said yeah no I and I've had like I've had experiences with like I've called like my work husband um and don't you ever do that again but I was friends with his wife like I mean like I like was very involved like in his family like crosses a line I know my intention on that was never like we just looked out for each other. I mean, he taught me so much about EMS and he taught me so much about patient care I valued my friendship with him so much because he taught me so much. And like he, I mean, he made me the EMT who I was. I got really close with his wife and his kids, but like we never crossed that line of talking about his family, like his intimate like relationship with his wife. It was very much work friendship related. We would talk about family. Like we would have lunch and dinner with his family. Like we never did it by ourselves. Yeah, but you're not going to lunch with a single person or like one or two people from that work group and then divulging personal information. Right, right. Yeah, because that crosses a line. Boundaries. And And, And it's tough and it's hard because being a single woman, you're like, why is this person? I'm such a, I want to fix people so bad, bro. That's such a like bad thing for me. Like in a situation with another coworker, like he would tell me about all the things of his wife and I'm like, I want to help you. Like, let me help you. And I'm like, that is not my job. But that's not your job. He, not, he needs to be going to one of his bros <laughs> or whatever correct. to find resolve in whatever it is that he's looking to find resolve in with his spouse. That's not your job. Mm-hmm. We're not looking for nope. female advice. No, nope. we're not. We're not doing that. But that's the importance of having a good, strong core group of people that can hold you accountable and can be that moment of clarity or that ground you in that. But that's another thing. We need to make sure that we're choosing people who are emotionally yeah. intelligent. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to fall into the, oh my God, like Christopher's coming to work every day, like telling me about his wife and his life and... I I just think that's crazy. And why is he telling me that? Like as a single woman, that kind of gets your, your gears going and you're, you're starting to think about things and you're like, why is he telling me that? Does he find me attractive? Does he value my, but I think we 
as a society have always, I think it's now worse with social media Mm -hmm. and just selfie, 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 right? But we're always looking out for self. We're so unaware of the impacts of our words and our actions because Mm -hmm. we're only looking out for ourselves and not how it could be perceived from the outside looking in or how your behavior could be causing um, a riff in a relationship. Yeah. Romantic or not. Yeah. And it's not like, I don't want like, you know, we have a little bit, we have like 6% of men that listen to this. So I don't want to rag on the 6% of men that are listening, but I do think women are more aware of the things that other women say to their husbands and they're like, are you crazy? I think one thing that I see on social media all the time is the waitresses. Hey, babe. Thank mm-hmm. you so much, sweetie. Honey. Thank you so much, honey. Or the way that they, well, here's the thing, they know. Yeah, no, they, they know, know what they're doing. They know what they're they doing. They know because they know that if they behave that way or if they dress younger mm-hmm. or put their hair in pigtails, there's an actual study that says, really? women, go look it up. It is crazy. Women who oh. wear their hair in like braided pigtails or in a ponytail and they're serving men, the amount of their tip goes up significantly than it would if they were dressed more modestly. If it makes them look younger, mm. that's that's like gross. Wow. That's you. It gives me the ick, like something fierce. And I did not know that. Yes. I think a lot of boyfriends too are just like, like, why are you so obsessed? Like you're so insecure. And it's like, no, I'm not being insecure. Like I'm telling you, who who do these who do these men follow? Like if my boyfriend or my if my friend's dating someone, I will go on there and be like, who who are they following? Like are they following a bunch of women, like that are dressing half naked? Like are they following a bunch of younger women? Like who are you dating? Right. What 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 are what is coming up on your Instagram feed? Because our Instagram feeds are different, you know. A hundred percent. So uh, my husband used to have TikTok, mm-hmm. and he doesn't anymore. Because he said that what was showing up on his feed was absolutely ridiculous. He's like, it didn't matter how many times he would click the thing that says, I'm not interested, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. Because of his age and his demographic, of course, some of that plays into it too. They were constantly showing him things that he was like, I don't want to see this. Yeah. And that's scary to me that we even, we as women have a whole algorithm working against us Mm -hmm. when it comes to being in monogamous relationships our our men are constantly being bombarded with options options and options come from friendships opposite sex friendships i think unpopular opinion i know a lot of people are gonna be like no i could be friends with with joseph me and joseph are friends but from a christian pov if you're in a committed relationship and you love the woman that you're with, why would you ever do anything or put yourself in a situation where she questions your honesty, Mm. your integrity, or her safety or security in that relationship with you? Because, I, I mean, I say safety and security a lot, but I don't just mean like physical safety. I mean the safety that comes from knowing that I'm in a relationship with someone who's all in with me that I can trust. Mm-hmm. That is... Going to pick you over the coworker or pick you over the well, Instagram yeah, like. Or, yeah, and really just going to honor me in our relationship. Is he supportive of 
me as a human in my work? Does he value the things that I bring to our home? Does he honor the fact that I'm the mother of his children? Mm-hmm. You know, those that's the safety, the trust that is trust for me. It's always about trust. I have major, major trust issues, always Same. have. And because of that, that largely drives my need to feel safe in my relationship with my spouse. Mm -hmm. And okay, so if he knows that about me, why would he ever do anything to jeopardize that for me? Or like make me question him or do anything that would cause me to bankrupt his trust account with me. (laughs) Yeah. I thought you were going to say bank account. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> take his money, girl. <laughs> you know, if anybody knows me, they know it's never been about the money. Yeah. That's even in my profession. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, honestly, like, it's, it's about people. Yeah. It's about people and building relationships with people and doing things with honor and integrity out of service in love for someone else. That's that's yeah. my basically my life in a nutshell. And mm. I expect that from my friend group. I expect that from my spouse, especially from your spouse. Oh yeah. Number one. Right. So are you trying to preserve the friendship or the relationship or the work relationships that you have over the relationship you have with your spouse? Oh, well I have to work with them. Yeah. That, that doesn't work for me because to Mm -hmm. me, if I wasn't, if I was in a work relationship with someone that my husband said, you know, I'm really not comfortable with this friendship. I'd be looking for a way to remove that person from my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. I mean, I've been on the other side of this and looking back now, I'm just like, ugh, ugh. Like, why did, why did I even entertain that person speaking so poorly of their spouse? Because if the roles are reversed and my spouse was going to work and talking sa- about you that way. Oh, oh gosh. That's like heartbreaking. It is. It is and to know that you're married to someone that you don't even like. But why? But that goes back to episode one. Ghosting. Ghosting. But for real, because yeah. you if you if you're in love with that person or if you ever were in love with that mm-hmm. person out of respect for them, you need to go to them and say, hey, these are the things that I'm having issue with in our relationship. Now I but don't speak on, to any, I don't speak no. to them. And on the other side of I'm, there was one in particular that um, you and I actually talked about and it very quickly turned, you were telling me he was your friend. And then I was like, no, nah, no, nah, he's not. There's something more. And mm-hmm. then, it, and then it was, yeah. And then it was, and it was like, you know, I don't even think you were looking. I don't even think you had even entertained that as a possibility because you were telling me that this person was your friend. Yeah. They were your friend. And And my married friend. (laughs) Yeah. You have no idea. We're not talking about the couples that are friends, like married couples that are like the husbands are friends, the girlfriends are friends. Like we're not talking about that. Like that's different. We're talking about like, you go into work or you're in another setting or a man that your spouse or your significant other doesn't doesn't know. know. Oh, doesn't know about. Yeah. Right. That, that is what we're talking about here. Cause there is many, many, many marriage couples that are married that have other married friends and there's right. no, I don't or think there's do any, life with. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, not, not now. If you're hanging out with my husband without me, that's a problem. There's a situation there. There's an issue right. there, but I'm talking about like just group settings. Like our husbands hang out, we hang out, we're having a good time. There's nothing wrong with that. But mm-hmm. opposite sex friendships, when your spouse doesn't know about them or you have to hide them from your spouse, there's a reason you're hiding it from your spouse. Right. 
girls do it. Guys do it. But it also, too, like, I realized, like, I already have trust issues, but this situation made me realize, like, if I get married one day, my husband could be doing the same thing to me. And how would that right. make me feel? My horrible. friends, horrible. And my friends um, recently just got married and I was talking to them about that. And she's like, one of the things that I like begged my husband not to do is to go to work and talk about me poorly with his friends, mm -hmm. guys or girls, like mm -hmm. just have enough respect for me, like to talk about me to me. And, you know, as someone who's not married, I'm sure as heck giving out a lot of okay, dating so advice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But seriously, but, what happens though, when those lines are crossed, you know, I had a really good friend whose husband was unfaithful in the workplace with his quote unquote work wife. Watching all of that unfold was horrific. You know, the hurt, um, the anger, she literally went through all the stages of grief grief mm -hmm. and that was someone that she trusted and she loved and still wants to trust and still wants to love like how do you come back from that i don't know or do you come back from that are those on your is that As on your Christian, boundary yeah. list you know are there the, or is that part of the non-negotiable in your marriage now biblically we know that like when someone is unfaithful in a marriage, that is, that is cause and right for divorce. Like there Biblically, is, yes. or if you're being abused, like hear me now, if you're being abused in your relationship, mentally, physically, I know ma'am, yeah. no, sir, we're not doing that anymore. Mm -hmm. Like that is a, that is, there's cause for divorce division. or separation division. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think too, like when you're in it, you just don't know. Like when I was in that, like, this man like constantly come to me venting. I'm like, oh my God, like this is so crazy. But then when I took a step back, I had friends that were influencing me to do so. Do it for the plot. Do it for the plot. Mm. That's wild. Although that is a t-shirt. Mm. Do it for the plot. <laughs> but we're not doing, we're not doing it for the plot in this, in no, this case. No, we're no, We're doing no, it for no, the no. girls. No, we're we're no. girls, girls. We're not. And, and it's also like, I'm a girl's girl, like to the day that I die. And everyone that knows me in real life knows that. But also like I have been burned from being a girl's girl. So I don't. Okay. But that, that means that the, the, you were trying to be a girl's girl with someone who wasn't. Right. And so that's why I'm just like, you know what? Let me just remove myself from the situation. Good luck. Even in like high school, like I would be like, oh my gosh, I had a really good friend in high school and I had another friend that I was working with. Um, she, she's a hairstylist and she still is. And she was dating my friend's boyfriend. No way. Like, best friend. Like, she was my best friend. But I remember telling her, I like, my friend is dating your boyfriend. <gasps> and she's like, no, no, she's not. She was so blind and so, no, she's not. She didn't believe. I, I was like, I have hardcore proof. I'm literally showing you and you don't care. So but that taught me a lot. Denial. Okay, but why is it that women who have it, like, handed to them on a silver platter can't see is it because we mm. seek validation in the opposite sex oh 100 approval or like 100 percent identity and i mean that's and that's why it's dangerous to be friends with the opposite sex because you feed into that like oh she's validating me she's telling me that my wife isn't good for me she's telling me that my wife's not doing the things that she could do for me or he's telling me that he would be a better husband to me or he's telling me that he would never treat me that way that's scary. That is scary. That is very scary. And like that, 
drove a wedge for me like in relationship. Now, if you're, I've had a girl message me before. <laughs> I don't know what I'd posted, but I was like, get your, get your boyfriends and husbands out my DMs. And this girl messaged me and was like, do you know who this person is? Are you talking to this person? Ended up being a man that was in my inbox. No, wasn't way. really, ta- wasn't really talking to him. And I was like, Oh, like here's the screenshots. Mm-hmm. Now, if you come to me, I'll tell you. But vice versa, I'm not telling you because you will not blast me on social media and make me to be out the bad guy. Because I did that with my best friend, my girl that I, my girl, my girl, my girl. And she still didn't believe me. And I was like, I'm not doing this ever again. Mm. Ever. Mm. Okay. So is that a non-negotiable for you then? Because mm. if you if you go to your bestie girl, you tell them a truth, whatever that truth is, and then they don't believe you, that's hurtful first and foremost because if you're in my inner circle and I'm giving you a truth or telling you about something that's happened to me or I'm like trying to look out for you like what I mean hopefully I have no ulterior motives right like that's right one can only hope yeah they're in your inner circle let's hope that they don't we're assuming that they don't okay but like what happens when they don't believe you is that like is that a cut the cord moment for you we're not we're not that like we're not friends anymore because I mean, I don't want to say because of that. We're not close anymore. I will not. I will not. Will not. Like if I see anything about like her or her relationship, I'm like, okay, you're in denial. You're always going to be in denial. And I right. can't be friends with someone who's not more so. I'm so accepting of things like that. It's hard for me to understand and realize why other people are and why other right. women are not. And with same sex or opposite sex friendships, even with same sex friendships, I mean, you have girlfriends who are like ride or die for you and they don't freaking believe you. Like, why would I tell, like, I would not make this up to like, who hurt you? Like who, right? like, who did this? <laughs> who, like who made you believe that like what I'm telling you is not true or like I had any alter like motive of telling you that. Right. If the roles are reversed and my husband was talking to you or my husband was in your DMs, I would want you to tell me. But then again, that's a double edged sword because I don't I don't do that anymore. I don't entertain it anymore, but I also like don't go out of my way to tell the other person. I don't know. I'm torn because I feel like you should. Even, I know you want to. You're even, like you should. Even if it put me in a bad light, even if somebody tried to put me on blast, whatever, like I still feel like I would screenshot and send. Because to me, I mean, I know, I know the risk, but I can at least like sleep at night knowing that I've done my due diligence to basically be like, your husband's a fraud or your boy's a fraud or whatever, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. like he's all up in somebody else's DMs or whatever. I just, I feel like for me personally, I don't, I don't think I could sit on that. It, that's a hard issue too. It's sad. Oh, it's so sad. Or at least have someone in your circle that you know is going to truly hold you accountable for your actions and Mm -hmm. like as the person who's going to be your voice of reason you know so if like you go to your bestie girl and you're like hey you know these are my feelings or this is what's happened or this is what's going on with work and you're being a little bit shady at work like I hope that friend talks some sense into you and Mm -hmm. okay and so then what happens when your friend can't talk sense into you and they still keep playing their games like at what point do you betray that trust and you go to the spouse or do you just sit on it? Do you cut that friend? I think you cut Ooh. the friendship off because you're always going to be. Cause they're showing you who they are. Yeah. That's their, mm-hmm. that's, those are their values. That's their yeah. character. They're, they, if they're willing to lie to their spouse or their significant other, they're lying to you. They're lying to you. 120%. Uh-huh. I just, I don't have room for that in my life anymore. And, like I said earlier, like I had a friend like influence me. Like she was like in my ear, like do it for the plot. He's married. That's fine. Like do it for the plot. And I'm mm-hmm. like, 
I would never, the Carson two years ago or three years ago would never. Maybe what? So would she maybe? No, no, she would never. But like having that influence. I was like, no, please say no, please say no. No, 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 no. But having, having like that influence in my ear, like, oh, like I've done it. I've did it. And I'm like, now me and that person are not friends anymore. But like how this is a very important time and lesson too to realize you become who you hang out with. Yeah. And the people that influence you are going to be the people that you become. And having people in your corner that say, do it for the plot or I did it and I, you know, I'm okay and I came out good. Those don't do people. it. No, they're not your people and don't do it. Don't yeah. freaking do it. You're going to regret it because you're going to be like, oh, like that's grimy, grimy. Right. Major ick. Hey, well, you know, that's a great pivot point. Um, next week, we're going to be talking about Friendsgiving mm-hmm. and who's going to sit at our table. So hopefully that's you. Hopefully you're going to come visit us here at Sincerely Girls Like Us, where we talk all things friendship and Friendsgiving. Yeah, we're going to wrap up our series of Falltober. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.